Hello, welcome to the Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman, and here is what's good on TV, and there's a lot good on TV right now. We had a little bit of a lull at the end of the summer there, but the new shows are starting to come out, or at least Netflix and Amazon are rummaging up and finding some content to show out there. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Lots and lots. Let's get started. Last week, The Walking Dead premiered. I have to tell you, I could not be more bored with The Walking Dead. And even though the premiere had a ton of action as they fight the horde and try to get rid of the fake Walker group once and for all, as this is, I think, the third season or the fourth season fighting these same guys, I was bored as hell. Uh, uh, I think we do meet this season's bad guys. We're finally getting some new bad guys. At the end of the premiere, I don't think I can physically stop watching it, but it is very, very difficult to recommend this show at this point. Uh, but of course, Walking Dead World Beyond premiered this week as well, so their new series also premiered. I thought this was going to be about wherever Rick went in the helicopter when they thought he died. And that still might happen. I, I don't know. Uh... I'm just not sure yet, but it looks like this is going to have a little bit of a young adult slant to it, which is a bit strange for AMC, much better suited for kind of a CW thing. So it looks like it will be four teenagers set out on a quest. I'll try a few more before I weigh in, but I think this one was just okay to get things started. All right. So how about a more positive note here? Fargo is on, on FX. This season starts Chris Rock is fantastic. Though it's called Fargo, it seems like the show uh, is mostly taking place in Kansas City. Uh, season is about two rival organized crime organizations in Kansas City. One crime family is Italian. It's led by Jason Schwartzman. The other one is a black organization led by Chris Rock. So they actually trade their youngest sons to each other to keep the peace. So Chris Rock's son is living with Schwartzman. Schwartzman's son is living with Chris Rock. There's a crazy nurse. There's a crazy hitman. Crazy people coming over from Italy to help. Um, Chris Rock's character actually invents the credit card in one of the shows. This show is fantastic. It's always fantastic, and I highly recommend it. I watched Sneakerheads. This is on Netflix, a 30-minute comedy about people obsessed with the latest in gym shoes. We all know these people, and it's a weird subculture. There are some great lines in this show and the stunts they go through to get a new pair of sneakers or, or to sell an, a, a pair of sneakers. Uh, the joke, I don't think the joke quite lasts, and, and if you aren't into this uh, genre, uh, you might not even like it. I think Sneakerheads is just okay. Uh, Tehran is on Apple TV+. Plus. New shows come out every Friday. This show is by the same people that did FADA. I think FADA was on Netflix. Uh, this season is about an Israeli Mossad agent who fails a mission in Tehran, Iran, and is desperately trying to get out of Iran. Of course, she's being chased by Iranian intelligence. There's some good action, some decent computer hacking, but really a ton of suspense as, you know, the intelligence agency continues to, you know, decrease the net, you know, 
on her and, and she keeps trying to find new places to hide new families to be friends with and she's running out of places to go uh it's really good it's really great it is mostly subtitled uh some of it's in hebrew some of it's in in i think it's it's arabic um uh, and there's a little bit of english as well throw in, thrown in uh this is a really really great show um where you're you're constantly just wondering if she's going to make it out of here alive Next one, network television, Filthy Rich. This stars Kim Cattrall from Sex in the City. This is on Fox. Uh, this feels a little like a takeoff of HBO's Righteous Gemstones, uh, which is with John Goodman. Uh, it's about a family in charge of a religious network whose patriarch dies. And then we find out he had three illegitimate children who want a piece of the very, very large pie. I was hoping this was going to be really funny, or at least a lot funnier. In fact, I thought it was going to be a 30-minute show. Uh, but it is an hour show. Seems mostly to be about the cat and mouse game between Cottrell trying to keep her fortune and the other kids trying to get a piece. Uh, Cottrell is great, as always. And some of the characters have some moments, but it just doesn't seem like network television can do the things right now to get the right laughs. They just, uh, it seems very same old, same old. Um... So, I don't know. I, I'm going to watch a few more just out of loyalty to Kim Cattrall. Uh, but right now, I think it's just okay. I watched The Gangs of London. It's on AMC, and the first episode's on AMC. This is, of course, about organized crime in London and the search for the person who murdered the boss. Uh, but I found out after watching the first episode that they aren't showing the whole series on AMC. You have to pay for AMC+. Plus. I don't think I'm going to do that. Uh, so I'm not sure I'll be able to continue, but I really did like the pilot quite a bit. Good Lord Bird is on Showtime and stars Ethan Hawke, which I typically like. It's about some abolitionists freeing slaves during the Civil War, led by Ethan Hawke. Story is told from one of the children they rescue, and then they join the gang to help uh, save other slaves. Uh, you know, there's nothing I like more than seeing slave masters or Nazis get killed. Kind of a Django Unchained uh, or Inglorious Bastards take on it. Uh, but there's no humor in this show at all. And there's a deep religious bend to all this. And uh, they're constant, constantly preaching to each other. I tell you what, I didn't like this show at all. Um, uh, highly unfortunate as it, it sounded like something that uh, was going to be uh, really, really exciting and interesting. I watched Song Exploder on Netflix. Uh, this is a 30-minute document, documentary series about artists talking about uh, the making of one of their songs. Uh, for me, the songs and the artists that they have posted so far, I think there's four of them, just aren't my favorite. Uh, R.E.M. was one of them, which I'm a huge fan of, but they chose uh, Losing My Religion as the song, which isn't one of my favorite songs by them. So I would take a look at this. And um, if you like the song or you like the artist, you should watch an episode of it. It's very well done. Uh, they really get into the artist's head. They really get into some interesting conversation about how the song was written. And it's really well done. Uh, it's just if you don't like the song, it becomes a bit of a, 
Who cares? Uh, Monsterland on Hulu. This is an anthology that Hulu released all at once. Um, I saw the first one, and this is kind of like a horror Twilight Zone type of vibe. Kind of subtle, not crazy violent. You won't be hiding under the blanket scared of this show. And it doesn't have some of the humor of Hulu's other anthology, Into the Dark. But I did like it. I'm going to watch a few more, and I'm recommending Monsterland. Um, Harley Quinn, animated series on HBO Max, is a ton of fun. They got voices from Tony Hale and Jason Alexander. It has a lot of action, but it's really an adult comedy. Lots of sex jokes, swearing, and making fun of a lot of superheroes in the DC universe. You don't have to be a complete comic book nut to get all the jokes, but it doesn't hurt. I'm highly recommending Harley Quinn. It's a ton of fun. Um, LA's Finest. This is actually a spinoff of Bad Boys. Uh, it stars Jessica Alba and Gabriel Union. Uh, and she's supposed to be Martin Lawrence's character's sister uh, from the movie. And they are, as you might guess, two of LA's finest. Um, they try to recreate the humor, the insults, and the attitude of bad boys in this show. And they don't do a bad job of it. They're not quite there. I will typically like anything that Jessica Alba does. I'm recommending Ellie's Finest right now. I'm going to keep watching it. Uh, it is not something you will have to think too hard about. It is not something uh, you will have to uh, contemplate or look up on the internet what it all meant. So I'm, I'm recommending LA's Finest. The Weakest Link on NBC on Tuesdays. Jane Lynch now hosts this show and she's perfect as the host is supposed to make fun of the contestants for getting easy questions wrong. Her insults are perfect and they are usually the title of the episode. This week's episode is called Whose Brain is Still on Hold with Tech Support. So you get the gist of this. Um, I think this was originally an English show. Uh, America did have a version of this a few years back. It is very funny. I am recommending The Weakest Link. Or maybe I'm just recommending Jane Lynch. It's hard to say, really. Finally, uh, Next, starring, uh, starring Slattery. Why is his first name escaping me? From Mad Men, you know, who is a fantastic actor. And who is fantastic in this? Um, he uh, uh, he is a tech billionaire recently fired from his tech company, uh, teaming with an FBI agent who's investigating a murder. Lo and behold, Slatterly thinks that there's an AI responsible for this murder. Okay, we've seen this show before, and it's on network television, so. Again, maybe a little tame, um, but, you know, I'm a sucker for a good AI story, so I'm going to stick this one out. I think it's just okay right now, but I'm going to watch a few more. This is next with a capital X, starring one of the stars from Mad Men, who he can't get enough of. Okay, so where does that leave us on series for this upcoming week. So Ted Lasso finished. It was absolutely fantastic. Now you should binge it. Raised by Wolves finished as well. Kind of left us hanging without answering a whole bunch of questions. I was a little bit annoyed by that. I th thought they could have done a better job and still got a, a good you know, cliffhanger in there for season two, but they kind of left just kind of everything open-ended. All right. So here I am 
with the top 10 series for next week. So the third day, I thought it was a series finale a couple weeks ago, but they actually just switched stories. So now we're looking at Jude Law's wife, who now has apparently lost a son, well, and maybe a husband. So maybe Jude Law really did die in that episode. I don't know. It was really weird. I didn't get, get it. But now I'm kind of intrigued that they're kind of rebooting the whole series. Number nine is next. This is just because I like Slatterly. He is fantastic. Eight, Weakest Link with Jane Lynch. Seven, Filthy Rich with Kim Cattrall. Six, LA's Finest with Jessica Alba. Five, We Are Who We Are. This remains just kind of a life in the day of these high school kids at a military base. This week was basically a high school orgy with a very experimental group. Um, I, I don't know if there was like 20 lines in the whole show. Um, but you can't stop watching We Are Who We Are. Number four is Tehran. Again, it's subtitled, so you do need to focus when you watch this, but this is really great. Three is Fargo. Gotta see Chris Rock. Number two is The Boys season finale this week. We, of course, found out that Vod is just a bunch of Nazis now. All right, so let's go kill some Nazis. One, Lovecraft Country. This show is absolutely exceptional. Every show is better than the last show. The ending of last Sunday's show with the fight against the cops was absolutely phenomenal. You didn't see it coming. And, I, you know, every week, I, I can't wait to see what they're going to do next. This show is amazing. So what does that leave us to binge? I basically threw out the whole last binge list and recreated it from scratch. So 10 is Woke. 9 is Frayed. Comedy about moving to Australia. 8, Monsterland on Hulu. We just talked about that. 7, Departure on Peacock. 6 is Harley Quinn. 5 is Ratchet. I'm, I'm working through the show slowly, and I can't decide who I like more. Uh, whether it's Sherrod Stone's character, who is wild, Cynthia Nixon's character, the doctor, Nurse Ratchet herself. This show is, is really wild. It's going to continue to move up the list here. Four is Boys. Three, Utopia with John Cusack. Really, really good series. Two, Cobra Kai. You got to watch it. It's a half an hour. How hard can it be? Number one is Ted Lasso now. Of course, there's a lot out there to binge. Raised by Wolves on HBO Max. Young Wallander, Search Party, Denwin come to mind. New this upcoming week, we got the right stuff on Disney+. Plus. They're going to show us Astronauts again. Came out on October 9th. Star Trek Discovery, my DVR picked up that, it's, that they're showing season one on CBS. But the season three will start on CBS All Access on October 15th. Find your, your month free to binge it all. A Grand Army on Netflix, October 16th. Marvel's Hellstrom on Hulu, October 16th. I still have not seen Spies on Crackle yet, and there's a few other show shows, Agents of Chaos on HBO and The Comey Rule on Showtime, which I still need to see. One thing I'm going to make sure I see is the Comedy Store this week weekend. I heard it's absolutely fantastic documentary uh, about the, um, uh, the, the comedy uh, 
<laughs> the comedy venue where so many people got their start. And Haunting of Bly Manor came out on Netflix as well this week. I'm going to have to start catching us. It's not necessarily a sequel of Haunting of Hill House. This is Haunting of Bly Manor. I think it's just the same director, same creator doing another show. So lots and lots of stuff to watch. If you're looking for an old one to binge, hey, Into the Dark Anthology on Hulu would be great to warm up to Halloween. I'm also recommending Netflix's Unbelievable. They were up for a ton, a ton of enemies. Probably should have won one. I'm actually not sure they won any one of them. But it was a really, really good show. See you next week. Obviously, a lot to watch. I'm not sure how even I'm going to get it all in.